Hello, listeners. That is Paul. That is Jake. You're listening to Missed Connections Remote. Uh... Uh, podcast, comedy improv podcast, usually inspired by Craigslist, but today we're going to give Craigslist a break because the we need to uh, do some crop rotation on the soil. The pickings are slim. The soil is exhausted. Uh, I mean, let me just look at this. Look at this example. I'm just even looking at the Harrisburg Misconnections page. I'm seeing pegging. <laughs> face rides. Come on, guys. I mean, what are we doing here? The same person posts from the about the casino every Monday. I swear, we did one, and it was a great scene. But I'm not. I'm not trying to go to Hollywood Casino every episode here. Yeah. There's so other places to do your weird hookups besides Sheets and Hollywood Casino. <laughs> Uh, also, I sometimes want to go to a sheets to get gas, and now I'm skeeved out. Just get grinder, people. Like, what the fuck? Anyway. Yeah, um, for real. So we're going to do something a little different. We're just going to chat a bit about what's been going on in our lives. See if that inspires anything. See if we can, I don't know, get a show out of that. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to call this a episode or a season or what, or if it's just going to be a thing, but... Uh, you know, Paul and I, we used to do misconnections like all the time, but we also did The Bat and Voltron every Saturday night. <laughs> so we had another hour and a half of improv not inspired by Craigslist to satiate that appetite. It sounds like what you're saying, Jake, is we are trained content creators. That's true. We trained ourselves. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we... Um, you know, we're uh, just going to give Craigslist a break and look for inspiration elsewhere. This face rides one is pretty funny. <laughs> Did you read it? <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even click on it. Looking for women it. to ride my face wearing jeans must be able to host. <laughs> That's the must be able to host part is. Mm. I just I didn't see the jeans coming. I just, oh, it says M face. Looking oh, yeah, for women to ride M probably M-face. to hide it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So that's the kind of stuff that we're not doing comedy about this week. Month, this year. We'll see uh, how, we'll see when we next sit down on the old microphones. Yeah, but thanks uh, for listening. Shout out to Tyler. And uh, that's about all I got to say. All right. Should we do this? Let's go. Let's this do is it. Missed Connections. Connections. Remote. Mama. Mama. Charlie. You see what I see? Three. Two, two, one. one. You threw me off counting there, Paul. Only one of us counts. I yeah, I'm so out of it, dude. <laughs> it's been a long time. We're back in the saddle. I was even trying to remember how to set up this microphone. I was like, does this... Because the, the... Do we have the same one? We do, right? We do, yes. So um, I bought a different one initially, and it sucked really bad. 
And I tried to return it, and Amazon was giving me shit about it. And I literally told them this. I've used this line a couple of times. Uh, and it, it's always gotten me my way. So listeners, keep this in your pocket. I said, this is a give and take relationship, and it's your turn to give. He said, that. who did you say that to? Uh, like an Amazon chat person or whatever. I don't think it was a bot at this point. Like I got through, I'm like typing and I'm like, look, I know I missed the window to return this thing. Or like I said something like, I know you don't want to take it back, but it's a really bad mic and I paid a fair amount of money for it. I'm going to buy a different one. It just doesn't do a good job. And, uh, and they were like, yeah, but you know, and I'm like, look, this is a, I, I, I used it once before and it's both times. They were like, you know what? Just send the mic back. We'll take it. Wow. It was their turn to give. I kind of like the idea that it was a bot. <laughs> it just like had this moment of sentience. You know, like, whoa, wait a minute. What am I doing here? What is this even about? I'm in a relationship with the human being? <laughs> I, was it um, like f- delivered by Amazon? You know what I mean? Like from an Amazon warehouse or Prime I- or something? I don't remember. I bought it on Amazon. I went off of uh, Harrison's recommendation. Sorry, my sound deadening wall just fell on me here that I have set up. <laughs> okay, I think I got her back back up. I, I feel like just... you have much better luck if it's like they can actually do something when it's kind of there, the vendor. Right. But. If it's some random company, like that's just going to be them eating it because they're not going to be able to, you know, get it right. back to that. Like I, I, I ordered these baking sheets, um, kind of early on, maybe early in the pandemic or maybe even before the pandemic. And it, I, I wanted you know Nordic Ware. Have you heard of that company? Uh, I think so. They're like these very well reviewed, like sturdy effective easy to clean like baking she's like okay i want i want those and i ordered them from a page that was very well reviewed you know lots of reviews lots of stars two pans picture of them with like the nordic wear logo which is like you know stamped on it or whatever and they came in the mail and they were completely it was like a completely different product it was like they were they were wrapped in cellophane um, they were like, fl- like flat long, they were bent in the middle and they had like a Chinese character just like stamped on the back and they weren't even like baking pans. They were like serving trays or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote to the person, I was like, this is not at, at all what I ordered. And you know, this, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know what scam you're pulling. And then they're fucking response was that i had to mail it personally package it and mail it back to them to get a refund and i don't know like the way it came mailed it was like it was like wrapped in bubble wrap like it wasn't even in a box like it, i was like mail how am i supposed to return this to you like i have to go find a box for the thing you couldn't fucking package properly and amazon was just zero help it was like they may as well have treated it like this person's a ghost we don't know you know, where they're based. Good luck. Um, wow. I guess it was your turn to give there. <laughs> it was my turn. I also felt really weird about, po- then I like posted like a mean review on their page. But then I think it was at the beginning of the pandemic because I wanted to, I, I had like real like anxiety about pointing out the fact that there was a Chinese character stamped on it. 
because there was like so much anti-China, right? You know, I was like, I'm not saying I have no problem with a Chinese character per se. I'm just saying that it's not Nordic, you know. Like, is me wanting to get what I paid for racist right now? <laughs> This is absolutely the worst shrimp lo mein I've ever had. I don't know what's going on, hun. Um, you know, I feel like there's kind of a industry standard for Chinese food is is pretty much across the board the same. Honey, honey, honey. What? You cannot talk about Chinese food right now. I love Chinese food. I the one who I was excited to order from we here. Are, we're at a Chinese restaurant. You cannot just say stuff about <laughs> honey. I I just think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask I'm gonna return I'm gonna turn to take the plate back up and do that. One. Cannot go back there. What? Just eat it, okay? <laughs> just eat your lo mein. It's the noodles are. Are messed up. They're not right. They're it's, like it's, I'm telling you, somehow. it's super sensitive right now with all the anti-Asian hate crimes and stuff. You cannot complain about specifically Chinese food right now. It's, it's not, not worth it. I'm not complaining about all Chinese food. I love Chinese food. I'm complaining about this plate of soggy lo mein. Oh my god. Oh my god. You're gonna get fired from your job. Two weeks later. Listen, it was terrible, Lo Maine. Please don't fire me. I need this job. Well, uh... You chose to go to that restaurant. I did. I was excited. Yeah, well, we saw I love food. Chinese food. I mean... And maybe other menu items are good. I just said the Lo Maine was bad. Please, listen. Look, that, guy, that other guy was filming you on his phone, and it went viral. And I, that puts us in a real tough spot, okay? I... Look at this video, look at this video. All right, check this out. This guy, this guy, all right? I'm at this Chinese restaurant, look at this guy. He's trying to take his plate of food back. He's trying to take his food back. Excuse me, um, this lo mein, it seems a little off. Could, could I get the general sauce instead? Uh, sorry, sir? <laughs> this, this plate of lo mein is a little bit off. I was wondering if I could uh, get an order of general sauce. What do you mean off? What do you mean off? Kinda. Look at this guy. It's kinda soggy. Oh my fucking god. Kinda soggy. Dude, are you paying attention to the news right now? Read a newspaper, bro. What? Oh my god, honey. Oh my god, you're gonna get fired. Okay, okay, so I see the video. I I, can I at least get the severance package? I think I I think I should get that. Look, just I just want to understand. You know, like, do you not like Chinese food culture? You know, is that just tell us? We can do a training. Maybe you could be suspended for you know. I don't know a ton about Chinese culture, but I certainly don't have any ill feelings towards it. Um, I, I I enjoy Chinese food as a, as a kid. There was one in the strip mall near my house, and uh, when it was pizza or Chinese, I was always saying, "Let's get Chinese." Let's get the Chinese.、Um, Let's get the、know. Chinese. <laughs> What? No, that's you're taking you're taking this out of. Are you filming this? <laughs> yeah, 
I'm filming this. Are you kidding me? Okay, look at this. Look at this guy. Look at this f***ing asshole. Look at this. Oh, yeah. This, so this guy... Uh, oh, oh, welcome back to the Bob and, and uh, Joey show. Joey here. <laughs> That's Bob. Uh, so we were talking right before the break about this guy. Dude. <laughs> Joey, I mean, I don't even... Just clearly racist piece of s***. Am I right? Let's get the Chinese. Let's, I mean, you're already getting fired, right? Just double down. Just, you're gonna you, get, did you never want to work ever again? Yeah, you out of your mind, bro. Anyway, so we got him on the show today. Yeah, here he is. <laughs> this is going to be a lot of, I know, it's going to be a lot of listener comments, calls, and this guy is here to sit here and take it. He says he's a good guy, says he's got a family and kids, but uh, we'll be the judge of that. Welcome to the show. Racist Dave. <laughs> Racist Dave. Uh, welcome. Yeah, it's Joey and Bob. Guys, um, I don't want to be known as Racist Dave. Can we do something about that nickname? Yeah, you agreed to come on the show. We got to introduce you, man. People got to know how to call you. So tell us, Dave, what's your problem with the Chinese? Yes, huh? like a like a deep seated thing or more of a subconscious thing. I don't have a problem with the Chinese. Um, I just had a problem with one singular plate of lo mein noodles, a specific one. Um, and, you know, you go to some restaurants, like if you go to an Italian restaurant, sometimes the, the chicken parm at one is going to be better than the other. I'm not even saying the All whole right, restaurant. blah, 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 blah. We're going to find out right here on our show today if Dave, racist Dave, really is racist. Tina, bring it out here. We got a plate of lo mein right here for you. And if you're not racist, you're going to eat it in front of here us. It here it is. Only thing is, Joey took a shit right in the middle of it. If you don't eat that lo mein with my shit in the middle, you are a racist piece of shit. Tina's, and Tina's filming right now on her phone. Um, I'm not, I'm not gonna eat this. Why would I eat this? Oh. I'm gonna get sick oh. eating something that has shit on the same plate. I've read that most of the stuff that gets returned to Amazon, they just trash it. Really? I've read this. Because for them to try to like re-inventory it and evaluate if it's sellable and all that is more money than it is to just put it in a landfill. Oh, man. There's, there's an opportunity there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd think, you know. Maybe that's where Ollie's gets all their stock from. Yeah. <laughs> Ollie's is very proud that they are growing because they're like based out of Harrisburg. So where there's all these billboards in Harrisburg. They're like, we're on the stock market now. And saying things like, um, uh, over 400 stores. There, I didn't know. They're, where the, where's their... Um, original, uh, I believe Harrisburg was their first store somewhere. They're kind of based out of the Harrisburg area. Wow. And 
It's yeah. weird branding. It's like the guy's face everywhere, and it's good stuff cheap is like the thing. But it's not that cheap, and it's not that good. <laughs> Sorry, Ollie's. I hate to crap on a Harrisburg brand. Yeah, here, wow. But... Yeah, you gotta be careful, man, because you you make enemies with a lot of Harrisburg business. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm a. I got a big, big target on my back for some reason. I think it's also weird. Like, I almost want to talk about my latest enemy here, Paul. Yeah, think that's you, somewhere well, we should go. I, I mean, <laughs> I want to hear an update. So <laughs> I don't want to get sued. Oh yeah, there's well, there's that. I'm being sarcastic there because. All right, should we just get into this? Yeah, yeah, go for it. All right, so my daughter made a film at Casa. Uh, the Capital Area School for the Arts, and she called it We Love Harrisburg. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, the f- first or second day the video's on YouTube, she gets this comment from Love Harrisburg LLC. And it says, you're violating my copyright. I need, to, need you to, need to talk to someone about this. Before Before you go further, I feel like I should for the benefit of the listener, this video was extremely cute. <laughs> I mean, cute is even the wrong word. I don't mean like, I don't mean that in any kind of like diminishing way. It was a very affectionate portrait of Harrisburg. Like it perfectly matched the title. It was, you could feel the filmmaker's love for the city. Yeah. And it's also has a song. She wanted to name it that because the song she used is, um, by Zach Spellman, or Zachy and the Belly Boys, who um, we hung out with in New Orleans on 2017 tour. Um, or was that 20? That was 2018 tour. Anyway. Um, so, and the song's called I Heart Harrisburg, or just, yeah, I think it's called I Heart Harrisburg. Yeah. And Lily said, YouTube doesn't let you use a heart, like icon made out of uh, emojis, or not I emojis, but the... Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Symbols. The ASCII, yeah. Uh-huh. So she was like, I just used the word love. So this guy's like, can't use Love Harrisburg. That's my brand. The term Love Harrisburg is copyrighted. I own Love Harrisburg. So we trademark, kinda, right? It was Yeah. Yeah. He has a LLC and it's trademarked. I don't know, whatever. So um then he starts emailing anyone who commented on the video, kind of like desperate, like, I need to get a hold of this person because they, pr- they probably don't know they did this, but they, they did something very serious by violating my copyright here. So the next day we're hiking and we get a phone call on my phone and it's this guy, hey, it's me, it's Dave. Um, you might not know this, but your daughter violated my copyright, it's serious. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, uh, you're like the weird guy who's been like emailing everyone and being kind of weird online, huh? I didn't say it that way. I was just kind of like, look, man, I don't know. Like, I was pretty normal to him. But then I handed my phone to my wife, who was pretty normal to him, too. <laughs> um, but Summers asked some pointed questions, uh, as she is prone to do. Um. Uh, and ultimately Lily changed it and he had already flagged the video in some way that disabled likes and comments or maybe not comments, but just likes. 
also he knew it was clear from his comments because he was engaging co- the comments on the video, right? right? And I it think was clear, Lily deleted his comments out at a certain point. It was clear from his comments that he knew he was dealing with a child, <laughs> right? Yes, yes, he knew. <laughs> okay, he found me because you know. If you Google Harrisburg Improv Theater, a little secret to our fans out there. If you Google Harrisburg Improv Theater, you can find my phone number pretty easily. <laughs> so um, Lily changed the video, mostly because she wanted to get her likes back and dealing with YouTube after something's been flagged is kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah. So um, th- we Summers was like, you know what? We're going to change it, but... You know, like, basically he said, you're being very abnormal. And then Summer sent him a text and was like, don't contact us again. Like, don't do that. So it's such what did a you weird change? What did you change tale. the title to? What did she change it to? Um, she took the O out and put a star instead of O on Love Harrisburg. So it looks like a, she's... she's <laughs> Censoring the world. Yeah, like a slur. What was remember my advice? What was my advice and what you should change the title to? Do you remember? I, I don't remember. I could look in the text probably. Mine was you should change the title to Dave of Love Harrisburg LLC threatens to sue children. <laughs> and yeah, um, that was the thing too. It's like immediately it was, well, we could just get tied up in circuit court, this and that, and blah 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 and this. That was his his threat, right? He, well, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. The way you told it to me was like he wasn't even serious about like the the good faith like merit of what he was claiming. He just threatened you with like, you know, yeah, if you really want to spend, you know, all the money it's going to take to fight me off for however many months, you know, go for it. Right. Um also, didn't Lily want to change it to the past tense? Like we loved Harrisburg. <laughs> wasn't that yeah. an idea at one point? <laughs> yeah. I was like goading her you love even I was for like Harrisburg was affected by this person. Yeah, I was like goading you. I was like you should tell anybody who's involved in like local marketing or trying to like, you know, burnish Harrisburg's image, the, the local tourism board, like look what this motherfucker did to this young artist's, you know, admiration for her city. <laughs> I really wanted you to I think I wanted you to do more than than uh, you yourself wanted to do. Well, the person's honestly kind of frightening. Yeah. Because then it goes on from there. Uh, a negative review, a one-star review on Google Maps, or Google, I guess it's both, of the Harrisburg Improv Theater calling me a grifter and a con artist saying I make $200 an hour or something as a failed actor. I'm a failed actor, too. Um, and just, uh, making stuff up that like, you know, you do a little bit of Googling and then you just, anything you see, you just twist it to make it look like I am some kind of a con artist. He didn't, he tried to also like portray you guys as like hardened criminals. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we have a rap sheet a, a million miles long. <laughs> So at first I responded the way I generally respond to negative reviews, which is I kind of make fun of them a little bit. Yeah. Um, So I engaged and I was just like, um, but then I just took that down and just calmly said, 
I'm in a weird situation with this person because I didn't know for sure it was the same Dave from Love Harrisburg LLC until um, he reviewed his own businesses, which is Love Harrisburg LLC and like a Harrisburg detailing, like a car cleaning thing. Okay. And then when he detailed those, I was like, ah, okay. I was 99% sure it's the same person. Now I'm sure it's the same person. So I changed my response and I said, this person has been coming at me since my daughter made a film and even changed the title. I don't know what's going on. It's super bizarre. Um, and then I just left it at that, and then the review went away. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'm rid of Dave. I didn't go out of my way to write one-star reviews for Dave's businesses on Google. I'm like, this is a tar baby, and I don't want to touch it because then it's all over me. I just want it to be away from me. And that was all good until the Berg posted an article about the Harrisburg Improv Theater reopening. (laughs) Somebody shared it on the Harrisburg subreddit. And then Dave was back um, talking about how I'm a criminal and a horrible person. Shared this blog that he had written that I never saw until that day, but it was a couple months old. Ah, listing all of the horrible things I've done and then, you know, saying at the bottom that he's acting as press so no one can sue him because everything he was saying was true. But me being the millennial millennial I am, I didn't screenshot any of this and it's gone now. My daughter's like, the first thing you do is screenshot everything. I'm like, well, I wish you would have or I should have sent it to you. Yeah. Well, they shut off the comments on the thing and the Harrisburg person, I don't know if he was banned, but he was like, the person was like, okay, so some sketchy profile talking about being a Russian model is here uh, that's never engaged on any other post and is sharing some sketchy blog. Yeah, this is like legit. I'm killing the comments on this. (laughs) (sighs) So, so far that's the saga. The blog went down. And I haven't heard anything from Dave for a while. Oh man! So we're starting. Summers is trying to get into the psychology of this, of Dave. And uh, there was somebody who just ignored his blog and was just like, "Dave, how you doing, man? Uh, how's your health?" And he said something about you know, being like having a heart thing and maybe having cancer. Um, I don't know. The blog's gone, so I can't find it now. But Summers was like feeling maybe like Love Harrisburg is like this like Love Harrisburg LLC is like his like thing that he's like, this is my legacy and I'm like leaving the world soon and I need to leave something behind. And so maybe that's why he's so protective of this. Man, I don't know. Maybe. Also, how poetic, like a man with a sick heart. He has a sick heart and he's trying to maintain exclusive possession of an emotion. <laughs> are you taking uh, are you taking good notes? Uh y- yes, yes I am. Good. Um, uh, I I'm gonna make a Adjustment to my will. Okay, sir. Um, 
I just want to say um, that we have to, you know, before we can adjust your will, we have to make sure that you're of a sound mind and the medications aren't affecting your judgment in any way. So I need to get a statement from you. Okay. Well, go ahead. Okay. So please state your name. My name is Joseph Martin III. Okay, and Joseph Martin III, are you of a sound mind and able to understand the legal ramifications of changing your will? Yes. That's the question, though? (laughs) That's how... Yeah, that's all it takes. It's, uh, you know, different states have different laws, and this one's pretty lax. All right. Well, yes, the answer is yes. Now... Here's what I want you to do. Yeah, okay. 50% of my uh, assets will continue to go to my Russian-Ukrainian model wife. Right, right. But every other penny, my company, my personal fortune, will be singularly devoted to the destruction of a 14-year-old girl. Uh, Joey, you want me to write in my tablet and then type up in a legal document that you're devoting your fortune to the destruction of a 14-year-old girl? Yeah, you're going to create a trust, and the trust will be held with the sole purpose of bringing about her destruction by any means. (laughs) All right, Mr. Martin, uh, and what, is there a specific 14-year-old girl? Yes. Okay. I'm going to show you her YouTube channel. I don't know her name. I just know her content. Seems to be mostly film. um, Yeah, she seems like a talented young lady. Yes, that's... Well, that's beside the point. How has she drawn your ire so much that you're devoting half of your fortune? You you know that I, my company, is the main source of my fortune. Not the car wash company, but the other one. Right, yeah, yeah. Although the car washing one uh, seems like it does okay. Adore Mechanicsburg Limited. Right. The door, Mechanicsburg Limited. Well, she wrote, she made a video called Doors of Mechanicsburg. Uh, She went around and she took video of different people's doors. And then Um, when I complained about it on those, on that video, she made another video. Oh, yeah, I see. A door of Mechanicsburg, just about a single door. Wow. She's um, clearly trolling me. Um, Mr. Martin. Yes. On a personal level. Yes. You don't seem like you're doing well. <laughs> you have a limited amount of life force left. That's true. And I don't know if going after this child is something that I would recommend you do right now with the time you have left. Spend it with Olga. That beautiful Ukrainian-Russian model you somehow managed to marry. Leslie, you've been my lawyer for many years, and I trust you implicitly. 
You helped me get Olga here. You helped me deal with the adoption papers and then the de-adoption papers when I didn't want to keep that <laughs> that child. Right. Um, yeah. De-adoption uh, law is actually very complicated. Yeah, I, well, you and I, I, you were there. You know, you... You took my statement where I said that I was 100% sure that I wanted to de-adopt that kid. I need you to do this for me. Okay. I mean, I didn't question the de-adoption because, you know, you didn't... I felt like maybe you didn't have the emotional capacity to care for a child. Um, And that was before Olga came into the picture. Yes. I feel like... um, do you think it was a mistake? Do you think if I'd held on, I could have handled raising that kid with Olga? I, you know, that's not for me to say. Um, Did I do things in the wrong order? <laughs> <coughs> okay, so I'm sorry. It seems like um, your nurse is, is is kind of giving me signals that I, we should wrap this up. That you um, are due for more. Um, I can only assume it's some sort of a painkiller that is going to uh, hinder your ability to continue a, l- a legal conversation. Also, I like that this hospital's signals only. Yes. <laughs> See the nurses doing like baseball type signals, like tapping her. She's very um, good about not interrupting our legal proceedings it's here. Very discreet. So, this child who has this. Uh, YouTube channel. You want me to just spend half your fortune just... I need some specific ways that you want me to destroy her life going forward. Uh, you, well, you have a teenage child. What are some of the things that where they're most vulnerable? Um, I, can we find not, a picture of her with a pimple and, and put it in her yearbook? Um... I'm just spitballing here. Can we, um... bring her... drag her into... into... into civil court for 18 months and bankrupt her family. Those are just two ideas. Okay, I have both those written down. I will I'll look into that. Um, can we can we can, can we go to her favorite shoe store and change the sizes on the shoes so that she buys what she thinks is a perfect shoe but it's wrong by a little bit and she permanently ruins her, her foot, her arch. Again, are you sure you want to do this with 50% of your formidable financial... You've, you've racked up quite a fortune. Yeah, there were mass amounts of money in the Adore Harrisburg. Mechanicsburg. Yeah. And Mechanicsburg. <laughs> brand. You know, we didn't know it was... I mean, you, you had the vision, and you, you said, this is what I'm doing, and I incorporated for you, and yes. I never... And even even with the amounts siphoned off by my failing car... <laughs> car Car repair company. Car cleaning. There's still yeah. car cleaning. There's still a lot left. And I'm going to use okay. it to ruin her. All right. Well, I, you know, I'm your lawyer, and I will, I will stay within the bounds of the law, but I will follow your wishes. That's what I'm paid to do. So. Yes, exactly. Um, Mr. Martin, the the nurse has given me a signal that. This might be the last time I ever see you. <laughs> and I should say my goodbyes. And the nurse is doing like a... She's dragged your finger across her throat and then like... 
has her tongue hanging out of her mouth and just pointing vigorously at Mr. Martin. <laughs> yeah. She's, access, she's also accessing the whiteboard to really draw a, a picture of you. It's, it's, it's pretty incredible for a whiteboard drawing, but it, it doesn't paint a good... It doesn't paint a good image of your future. So I'm just going to say... Uh, thank, uh, thank you for your being a trusted client. Oh, is this goodbye? <coughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're ready to put some more medicine in that IV. Oh. Then you won't death. be able to legally hold any legal conversations once that medicine goes in. Oh, this is it then. Oh, my last... My last work on this earth will oh, wait, be complete. You're, He's dying right now? This is his final word? Okay. Well, just, I mean, while I am saying... No, no, that's the, what the signal was. She oh. gave me the signal. This is your final words that you're going to speak on this planet. Oh, God. Go ahead, Mr. Martin. I just wish my heart had been bigger and stronger to adore Mechanicsburg even more. <laughs> okay, great. Hey, um, you were getting all my signals, right? Yeah, yeah, I got them. Okay. Yeah, that was great. Um, it's really, I, I, your sensitivity to, you know, the, the room was tremendous. No problem. Totally, totally what I'm here for. Um, are you going to sign for this corpse or do you want us to, um, send it to Amazon? I was on the train a while ago and uh, I had a truly crazy guy like basically single me out, you know, for his his whatever he was dealing with. You have a knack. I, I kind of do. I don't like at, at at being the one who gets singled out. But he was doing this thing like he was being really crazy. He was like this big, really big dude in a coat and he was like clearly going through something and I was just trying to keep like a, a wary eye on him, like okay, like he might he might do something, and um, you know he was like really, he wasn't that close to me, uh, so I was just kind of like trying to I was like reading a book and I was just like trying to keep an eye on him, like so I could react if he did something. But also, you know, it's like somebody wearing like a banana hat or something. It's like how can you not notice this person? He's being nuts. Right. Um, and then at some point he like sensed that I was looking at him and he just like a laser just like turned to me you know and he started saying what was the phrase he used um uh it was like do uh do I know you or do I owe you because you keep looking at me (laughs) and he just and I I just like so I didn't look at him again he just kept saying like bro stop looking at me. I can tell you are paying attention to me. You know, it's like, how do you not like, yeah, I'm paying attention. Like, how do I stop doing the thing that's bothering you? Uh, and then something, okay, I'm just going to ride this. Do out. I know you or do I owe <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, I know. It's like, Cause those are the only reasons you'd be looking at me. And then he fucking stood up and walked towards me and he grabbed 
like the pole over me right and oh was just God. totally you're sitting or standing i was sitting and he's like domineering like leaning over me and i'm like oh fuck like this guy could just start jacking me in the face like and he was so strong <laughs> like i immediately felt like oh wow like you know how sometimes you imagine what you would do in a scenario and you picture yourself having you know strength or reflexes or instincts that like in, in your imagined Help. scenario of how it's all going to roll out you you ascribe talents to yourself that you do not have right and the moment this guy like leaned over me i just immediately sensed like oh i don't have fucking shit on it like i am toast i i felt like a paper doll <laughs> and i just i made like a weird gesture like i i i closed my book and i put like one hand up like vertically <laughs> Like as if I, as if you're Jet Li or yeah, something. Yeah, something. And I just like held it there very calmly, and I was like, "No, I'm not. I don't owe you. I don't owe you. I don't know you. <laughs> or like, you don't owe me. You don't know me." <laughs> and uh, and I just tried to stay very calm. And he like, I guess he eventually backed down. And then as soon as like the next stop came, somehow he got distracted from me. I don't know how enough by like everybody moving on the train. Where I just got the hell out of there. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but also, nobody helped. You know what I mean? Like, no. Uh, like, it's like such a sad. Like, as a collective, that train could have handled this guy. But it was more like nobody wants to be the person. So, like, let's just sacrifice one of us rather than <laughs> collectively protect all of us. <laughs> it was so depressing. All right, everybody. Um, so. Today, as you know, is uh, we're doing a safety planning day. Uh, thanks for taking the time. It's going to be like an hour or so workshop here at the beginning of the day. You guys, I know you're all eager to get back, get back to business, but um, you know we do need some safety planning. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I'm sure many of us have seen the news stories out there that there can be crisis situations at work, and preparation saves lives. So we're just going to go through some best practices. Um, and uh, and think through, you know, how we're going to handle those kind of situations. You know, could could be active shooter, could be bomb threat. The really scary stuff. I hate to, you know, hate to put it in people's heads, but we got to be ready for it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Nick. There's um, there's also a bit of a role play element to the presentation here at the end, where you get to, you know, sort of uh, put those uh, principles in practice in a sort of a safe environment. So that hopefully becomes muscle memory uh, by the time we're ready to, uh, you know, God forbid we have a situation like this. So. Thanks, Rick. Uh, go ahead, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right, let's just get a couple ideas on the table. Um, so um, let's imagine a situation where you hear an announcement over the intercom that um, we've got... Um, a person with a firearm in the lobby, all right? Now, you've all read the pamphlets and some of the basic, you know, the protocol for that kind of situation. So let's talk through what are some of the ideas we've learned from that um, and what we can, what's our first response? Uh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. And say your name, remember your name? Uh, this is Thomas. Thomas, um, yeah, that's right. Oh, Thomas, yeah, you're the, you're the new hire, right? Um, Right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Thomas. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. Um, according to the pamphlet, we should try to 
Stay where we are, call 911, and lock or barricade the door of the room we're in. Yeah, that's excellent, right? If you're not, if you're in a situation where you can protect yourself, that's what you go with. Barricade, lock, keep distance between yourself and the person. Try to get yourself in a safe place until help arrives. Um, I have a different take. Oh, I have a different take. It's yeah, uh, go ahead. It's Jordan. Uh, it's Jordan. Jordan, go ahead. Yeah. So a lot of times, okay, if you think about it, in a in sort of a herd situation, uh, the the predator is gonna just pick off the weak and the stragglers and the ones kind of on the outskirts. Okay, so before we barricade and lock the door, I think uh, through a, a sort of a a, a, a voting process, uh, or we just we send we push someone out of the room. Then we close it, lock it, barricade it. Give that that aggression a channel to go into. So, um, sacrifice somebody to protect everybody else. Uh, Nick, uh, that's definitely not in yeah, the brochure. Yeah, that's right? a no. Uh, I'm, not, I'm gonna actually, I started to write that on the whiteboard, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna erase that yeah, because don't, don't write that. <laughs> that's not what we're gonna do. You got, you got okay, sacra. So, you got the word sacra up there. Yeah, and then I'm just gonna no. Um, so yeah, so that's a no. Um, what else though? What are some other? <laughs> uh, yeah, Jordan, you're raising your hand again. Yeah, I just am, I'm just saying, uh, you know, if you think about it, statistically, losing one person who maybe is a bit of a social outcast to a shooter is better than him finding a barricaded door, easily kicking or shooting his way in, and then it's, it's all of us. Okay, well, we're gonna just start, we're, we're gonna say, I'm gonna just go ahead and double down on the no on that. Um, we're okay, not gonna identify. Maybe we could do the role play scenario we were talking about. Just give it a shot. Let's just workshop it, no, okay? I'm not. Remember we did that improv training uh, about yes and last week? And, and and then this week it's the no, it's don't the, mention that training the that theater shooter. that theater was a bunch of grifters we paid them two hundred dollars an hour and we got nothing for it. <laughs> well, what I learned was when someone puts an idea on the table, before we shoot it down, we should play it ooh, out. Ooh, a little bit. I have an idea. I have an idea. Call me. Call me. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's Raj. Good. Say I'm your Raj. name. Then. All right, Raj. Right, so check out. So check out. Right, so I'm, I'm gonna, I go out there, right? I'm gonna run out there, and I'm gonna pow! You know, karate chop him, and then I'm gonna get my hands around him and boom, bring him down, and I'll kick the gun out of his hand, and then, you know, throwing a, a, a rope, I'm catching it, pulling it back, I got it in my hand, and bam, 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 Raj, Raj. bam, and then he's gone. I'm yeah, I killed him. Roger, Roger, do you have military training? I don't remember seeing that on your resume when we hired you. No, no, <laughs> I don't have that. No. Yeah. So, um, okay. Well, what Raj said there is uh, also not a good idea. Um, yeah, I'm gonna erase. Raj goes out and wicked chows. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I guess I wrote. I did write that up. Uh, yeah, that's You're a great note taker, by the way. But we're still in the scenario, like, you know. Rod, you're getting a little ahead of yourself because there could be a, situ a situation where your last ditch, you know, effort is you're gonna have to stand and, and resist. But let's start, let's remind ourselves of where we are, right? We're still just in a different room, 
So barricade, barricade. What are some ways we can, let's, let's brainstorm that. How can we in, reinforce the barricade to make sure that it's uh, hard to, yeah. Jo jo Jordan, Jordan here, go ahead. Jordan here, yeah. um, you're actually bringing up a good point here. I think um, whenever we exile someone from the room, we should tie them somehow uh, to the door so that it's clear that that is a sacrifice from our room to this angry presence and that uh, once they take the sacrifice, if they find it pleasing, they should move on to another room. Because if we just let them out in the hallway, they might run away. Okay, you see, you're saying when we do a thing that we already agreed we're not doing. So there's no need to further brainstorm how to carry through. I could be the guy. This is Raj. I could be the guy who brings the sacrifice out. I'm like, chow. I'm so fast. I gotta get in there. I'm tying him up to the door, and then I'm gone, you know? And then I can watch from a distance, like, what's he doing? It's like a trap. He draws him in, he's focused on it, and then I'm, bam! You know, boom, from behind. Okay, Roger. Um, we're going to take a short break. I need to just, uh, uh, Rick and Nick just need to get on the same yeah. page up here at the front of the room. Yeah, Rick, let's just. This has gone, gone off the rails a little bit. Hey, Nick. Yeah, what's up, Rick? Do you think we should have paid those guys $200 an hour to run this workshop because this is not going well? I'm actually a little worried about our company, <laughs> to be totally honest. I mean, these are our employees? This is their... Yeah. Uh, everybody else went remote when we gave them the option, and these two are mostly the two who still come into the office. I don't come around enough. I guess I just, you know, I'm more on the side that is more management, you know, more like um, HR and stuff. This is what you there's deal a global, with? There's a global workforce problem right now. Um, a lot of places are running at about 60% of their staff, especially in human services. Um, so we got to take that with the, with, the grain of, with the grain of salt, okay? Um, <sighs> like Christ. Just the job market being what it is. I mean, Sheets is paying like $20 an hour right now. It's crazy. All right, let's, uh, let's get these guys. So we, we kind of get what we got. Let's get these guys on their feet. Let's have them walk through the scenario and maybe maybe, maybe it'll, then maybe the it'll brevity of it will way. sink in. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. That's great. That's good. That's good work, Nick. See, I'm so glad we didn't pay that company two hundred dollars an hour to do this. We didn't need to. Like those improv grifters. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So we're All right, back. we're back. We're back. We're, let's let's actually we're just gonna dive into a scenario. Okay. Let's actually just get on our feet and act this out. Okay. So uh, I need two volunteers. Okay. Yep. Jordan and <laughs> Raj. Nobody else wants to. Okay. Um, all right. Are you guys following along on Zoom? Uh, you guys, you guys picking up on this? Just okay. a bunch of thumbs up. Just a bunch of thumbs <laughs> up. Um, all right, Raj, why don't you take a seat? You're at the desk there. Um, and, and Nick, I'll, I guess I'll be the shooter, Nick. I'll be out in the hallway. Great. I'll be the intercom, and then, um... Uh, Jordan, you can also just, maybe you'll be at the water cooler when this happens, okay? So you guys are there, right? All right. Alert, alert. Active shooter. Active shooter in the building. Oh, shit. Oh, what's your call? Raj. Yeah. Raj. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, I got in the Zoom chat and everyone decided you should, you should go out there. On the, on the outcast? Well. On the sacrifice? Yeah, yeah, you are. Awesome. That's awesome. Well chosen. Now I'm gonna gear up. Let's do this. Who's the shooter? You? Uh, oh, watch out! Watch out! 
I'm your Head boss. Oh. Sub Zero, ice. <laughs> and then he's and then he's at ice and he's frozen. And then <laughs> brutality. I beat him up and smash his body into pieces. His bones go everywhere. Yeah. This this is gone. This is this training is not going well. Um, this is Kathy from the Zoom. Um, we did all designate Raj to be a sacrifice. Is that something we can just we can just put into the plan so we don't have to vote day of if something yeah. like this happens? Yeah. Alright. Raj is into it. Mama. Mama.